good morning, fellow travelers on the journey of being human. Uh, good Tuesday morning to you. It is early. Uh, I am sitting in my uh, recliner with my cat on my lap. Uh, anymore, the only time I can really get any podcasting done is, uh, is in the morning. Uh, however, I am on the cusp of a, of a big transition in my life. Uh, getting ready to go back to school to complete my undergraduate degree that I've been working on forever. Uh, so uh, hopefully hopefully uh, there'll be some changes in my schedule and it'll free things up a little bit. Uh, I want to talk about the mystery and the not mystery of being human. But first I want to explain what I mean by that. Uh, when I first went on uh, the spiritual quest, it was pretty miraculous time. Uh, I won't go into a lot of detail, but there were a lot of big transitions, uh, a lot of tragedy, uh, a lot of change, a divorce, etc., etc. Uh, and this is back thirty years ago. Uh, and there was a lot of synchronicity in my life as I uh, moved towards the path of uh, spiritual awakening. After about five, six years of sort of this um, plethora of synchronicity, uh, almost miracle kinds of things that, that were happening in my life, I began to notice that uh, there was less of that and that more of sort of the anxiety of living, uh, mistake-making was, was more prevalent. And, and what I've come to understand was that that part never went away, that I was still making mistakes. But because of what I had went through, to come to any sort of spiritual awakening because of all the uh, turmoil, because of all the ego that had been sort of stripped away, I was able to view the world in a different way. I was able to see those uh, synchronicities, and I'm going to talk about synchronicity here in just a, a second, so bear with me. I was able to see a, a little more of the miracle. I was able to see a little more of the purpose. Now, I will tell you that 30 years later, I, I sat with both things. I sat with sort of uh, the wonder and awe of how life unfolds and sort of the existential angst that life can cause. And I you know, I, my goal, my hope is always to live out of more of the in tune part of what it means to be human and not the angst-ridden part of what it means to be human. And I think that's really 
what it means to live beyond the false reality. So let me, let me before I forget to do it, let me talk about what I mean by synchronicity or, or miracle. Uh, I, I don't know what philosopher he's quoting, but if you watch the documentary on the band The Eagles, Joe Walsh, the guitar player, and I'm a big music fan, I hope you all know that, uh, Joe Walsh, the guitar player, um, quotes a philosopher. He doesn't say who, but it's a great quote. And he says that um, when you're living life, it can seem like uh, hectic chaos. It can seem like things are, and I'm, I'm, I, I myself here am, am uh, paraphrasing, so bear with me. Uh, when you're living life, it can seem like chaos. It can seem like mayhem. It can seem like things are out of control, things going this way and that way. It can be full of anxiousness. But in, the, in hindsight, when you look at something in hindsight, it plays out and did play out like a perfectly written novel, that there seems to be a purpose behind what happens to us. Now, I think part of the capacity of the human mind is to frame that purpose. I am not convinced that there's anything uh, external to us that causes things to happen. Uh, but I think that there, there is a purpose that we can give it. I also believe that there is a way in which we can live that does allow us to be part of a more synchronized way of existence. That if we can find ways to stay in tune with our own authenticity, uh, with our own spirituality, with, with the better part of ourselves, the more in tune part of ourselves, that that does cause a flow of life. And that's what I mean by synchronicity. That things transpire for the better, even if they're difficult. Uh, things transpire in a more positive way if we live uh, out of a sense of love and gratitude and kindness. However, they don't transpire in a perfect way, and that's the struggle. You know, so much of modern spirituality and modern religion uh, presents itself as a bargain, presents itself as um, if you can just uh, adhere to a set of beliefs, then somehow your life is going to... Uh, to you know, uh, be it the best part of a bargain that you're going to get in return, you know, if you're a good little boy or girl, or if you believe the right things that this religion tells you, that somehow you're going to get rewarded here and get to go to heaven later. I really think that's a very sort of shallow, myopic, and frankly, narcissistic way of believing, of living. Having said that, I do believe that when we stay as focused as we can on our own authenticity, 
you'll hear my son's alarm go. I'm, I'm, I'm hesitating because I hear my son's alarm go off. He's 13 and can't figure out how to change it. It's kind of funny. So it will just go on and on and on. They've got to go back to school in about a week. So hopefully we can get that worked out. Um, if, if we attempt to live into the flow, if we can have an experience that tells us that there is something more tangible, <clears throat> more positive, if you will, but I hesitate to use that word, but there's something more authentic, uh, a more authentic way to live. If we can gear our lives in such a way that help uh, helps us live out of that uh, better reality than the one humans have created. And as you recall, uh, this podcast very much is about the fact that we have in this world created uh, systems thoughts, beliefs that actually make um, our angst, our worry, our fear worse. Uh, They reinforce. We have created systems that reinforce fear in order to control people. I I not just believe that. I know that for a fact. Uh, Turn on the television. uh, Listen to a lot of people uh, who will tell you that They have the right deodorant and the right God and the right car and the right uh, money managers and blah, blah, blah. And you don't. And you should be afraid. That's what our reality is based in. If we can make the shift to something greater, if we can make the shift to a reality that, that is free from that, then we can begin to see that there is a synchronized way, uh, a flow of the universe. Now, again, we have to be careful because we're never going to have, because it doesn't exist, this sort of pain-free, you know, trouble-free sort of life that with creation comes destruction. It's the way that the physical universe is set up. It just is. Uh, I don't know why. I don't have the answers for that. But from a star exploding in space uh, to a virus on on this earth, uh, we are part of this, of of the mechanisms of the physical world. And we've got to understand that. Hurricanes are going to happen. They don't happen because, you know, we're being smited by some god. They happen because part of the physical world is destruction. Part of the physical world is loss. Part of the world we live in is the dualism of those things. There is life, there is death, and there is what is in between. And that's a fact. And the sooner we accept that, whether we like it or not, probably the better off we are. So I'm convinced, though, that there is a way that we can live out of a more broad uh, greater sense of reality where things seem to fall in place and we more quickly recognize that there can be, if we choose to let there be, 
a purpose behind what we are experiencing. There can be, let me say that again, there can be and there is ultimately a purpose to our experience of life. But it, folks, it is up to us to frame that. That is not given us. I have seen people go through the same experiences. On one hand, one person, it will devastate their life. On the other hand, the other person will come through with greater knowledge of themselves. And that's a conscious choice we have to make. We can either be victims of, of the false reality we've created, or we can use these things to learn to grow spiritually. And, and that is what it comes down to. Um, yes, we humans have created systems and are in a reality that are false. But we can even give that a purpose if we choose to. So let me end with this. Uh, here's how I try to stay in tune. It's not always easy for me. Uh, there's a lot of fear in the world. I fall into a lot of fear. I fall into a lot of learned patterns. But, you know, if I try to um, practice, and I know this sounds cliche and silly, but it's true. If I, if I try to practice gratitude for my family, if I listen to some music, uh, if I uh, try to consciously say to myself, you know, uh, this may be an uncomfortable situation I'm in, but there might be a, a reason and maybe I can give it some purpose to have it make more sense. I think when we do those things, when we make that conscious effort to to live with a sense of purpose. Uh, we, excuse me why I put away my morning, my morning drink, my morning Gatorade. Uh, we, we're gonna have a better life. And so let me close by saying this, that we really do live out of two places. And, that, and those two places are a choice. We have a choice. We can choose to uh, see, try to see the synchronicities, uh, the miracles, try to give life a, a, a meaning beyond our own angst, or we can fall into the angst, we can fall into the fear, we can succumb to uh, the falsities that we in part are, are responsible for creating. Uh, so today, folks, uh, just look around. Listen to a piece of music, look, at, look, look around the world, look around your life and, and try to see what, what can be possible and what might be possible. It's a difficult task uh, because right now, you know, uh, this is the middle of August. I'm watching this chaos in Afghanistan happen. Uh, I'm watching a hurricane uh, or a, a tropical depression that has just hit the United States. I am watching a, a news coverage on an earthquake in Haiti, and we are in the midst of a COVID resurgence, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, terrible stuff. Uh, but if I look around, there's also positive stuff. And maybe somehow I can find some purpose 
and some authenticity in the midst of all that life can offer us. And I pray that for you. I hope that for you. And I will talk to you later. I am grateful for you, my friends. Thank you.